On this week's episode of Misfits on Main, Pixar rode the soul train out of 2020. I fill out my Disney movie absentee ballot. And Lone Survivor Mackie Mouse returns in Doomsday Disney Magic Kingdom Edition. All, All that and more, more coming up. Hello and welcome to the 35th visit to the Island of the Misfit Toys. I'm CJ. It's Isla. Hey, what's up? It's the Mackie Mouse. CJ's back. Hey, fam. Yes, he is. Thank God. It's my <laughs> voice. Hi, everybody. Good to be back. Good to be back in the saddle. Good to be recording again. I missed y'all last week. Thank you, Isla and Mackie, for a much-needed week off. There's been a lot of stuff going on, uh, as as is standard for us three misfits. We've had a lot going on, yes, so yes. We, uh, we need time off in rotation sometimes. So thank you both for covering for me, for getting me some time, some time away to catch up on all the other projects. Um, we will talk about one of those projects later on, uh, spoiler alert, but thank you, everybody, uh, for the help. I appreciate you both. On behalf of, uh, of all of us, we are... Very, very glad you're back. That you're back. <laughs> glad to be back. Glad to see your smiling faces. Uh, and uh, I hope you guys. I hope you guys had a good week. It was really fun listening to the two of you uh, do a different, a different version, a different was takeover. It a misfit, uh, was a it mis- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, look, you guys. You guys both told me exactly what was up. I was, I was excited to hear it. It was a different pace, and that's always good. Just like when Isla and I did it without Mackie, it's a different pace. Um, and there's still, I mean, we say it every time. Um, we're a trio and it's still nice to know we can do it when needed as a duo, but we're a trio. And, uh, I think we always, we always operate best, all three of us. So it's nice that all three of us are back in our spots and, uh, I'm looking at your lovely faces again. I missed you guys. Not my permanent spot for much longer though. Oh, Hey, no, 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 no. Awesome. Awesome news. Um, so, Hey, we got a lot to talk about this show like we do every show, but this time I'm really not lying. We kick things off with five voicemails. So uh, we're gonna start them off right off the bat. All right, so kicking off the voicemails for this week, we have our friend Jordan. Hi, Misfits, it's Jordan. Um, you guys, I there's like too many things that I need to call in and talk about this season, but I'm definitely gonna com- comment about Last week's episode, which basically I know you guys called it like Neverland, where are they now? It should have been the podcast about Jordan's life. That is what <laughs> it should have been. Um, I know Isla and CJ, you have never met my husband, um, but Mackie can probably let you know this. I married Peter Pan. I married him. Um, I married a man who will never grow up. He has bright ginger hair and he is fantastic. Um, in our wedding vows, I referenced how he was my Peter. I am obsessed with all things J.M. Barry and the story of Neverland and all these things. I could tell you so many books that you should read and shows that you should watch. I grew up, Hook was always on, like Rufio was my favorite person in the world. Yes, um, Rufio. I will suggest if you're looking for something creepy, read Another Pan. Uh, it is all about how... Peter literally kidnaps children and makes them do things to keep him young. 
Um, and then Never Never is the side of how poor James became Captain Hook. It's fantastic. Wow. Also, yes, huge into Once Upon a Time. It's too bad that they just kept doing the same same storyline over and over again. As somebody who watched it live, it was devastating that like they couldn't just freaking kill Emma Swan already. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, like if you ever need somebody to just tell you all about all of these like weird side freaky things, I am your girl. Um, and just a little shameless plug for my boy, always wearing the Macron designs. Always hey, wearing them. I me. can't wait to buy more stuff and to have a place to wear it other than my living room. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you, as always, for keeping the magic alive. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. Bye. We love you, Jordan. I'm very convinced that Jordan and I are the same person. Just the way that she talks. I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to myself talk on a voicemail right now. <laughs> I'm also really happy that her husband is the uh, actual Disney cartoon version of Peter Pan and not and one not of the messed up versions of Peter Pan that we created. Yeah. 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 When she started saying that, I was like, oh my God, I offended this poor girl. I really... <laughs> I was like, is her husband like, in a psych ward? Did I do this? Did oh I, no. Am I going to get canceled? Yikes. <laughs> That's right. I, I called him a pervy old man. So let's hope that he, like, we're good. We're good. Jordan, thanks for the call. As always, uh, bringing smiles to our face. And um, and yes, we're glad to hear he's the non the non creepy Peter Pan. All right. Kicking another one to Lauren, who is also calling to talk about Peter Pan. Hey, Mrs. It's Lauren Arabia. I have not been on in a really long time. Time to celebrate Carter's first birthday and obviously Christmas. Um, I am catching up, and I'm on the Peter Pan episode, and um, I'm sure you know how I feel about Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Um, so I'm, like, kind of grossed out about what you said, CJ, about him being, like, a creepy old man in a kid's body. Um, <laughs> because it's so true. <laughs> um, but uh, I am also one of those people, Isla and Maggie, that watched once upon a time, the entire thing, through and through. Um, so we can definitely talk about that whenever you want, because I have some thoughts. Um, I just nice. want to check in, see how you guys are doing. Uh, happy New Year, and I hope you guys have a great week. Um, obviously, I started going back to work, so that's a big deal. So I'm listening when I can, um, and just know that I missed you guys, and I'm so happy you guys are back. So see you later. So I knew Lauren was going to have thoughts and feelings about that episode because as long as I've known her, she's been Peter Pan. So I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. But oh, unrelated yeah. to Peter Pan, I did want to say that I'm really proud of Lauren for getting back into work. I know how hard it is after spending so much time like just focusing on being a mom and now you're bringing this part into it. So good on her. Like proud of you. You're doing awesome. And we are we are so, 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 so sorry. We tainted your view of poor, poor Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew there was going to be at least a couple people who had who, who took issue as whether they were going to call or not and how bad I was going to feel for it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I knew it was going to happen, but I also stand by what I said. I still think he's a creepy it's old fair. man in a boy's body. It's so. fair. You're not wrong. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next voicemail comes uh, back to back. We've got uh, some deferring views here 
on Magical Express, uh, which has been we we knew it would be when we discussed it as a hot topic. We knew that the cancellation of Magical Express was going to be it was going to be a, a divisive topic here. So we have Brian and Jason calling back to back to talk about Magical Express. Hey, what's up, Misfits? It's Brian Patton. Two things I want to touch on. One, I'm super disappointed in the loss of Magical Express. But I got to say, Disney's decision to stop offering stroller pickup right at your resort was really the first sign that things were starting to crumble. Uh, we went in December of 18 or of 19 and February of 20, and it, having to pick up your stroller from the airport was just a major pain in the ass. So that sucked. Also, you guys doing the Where Are They Now made me think of Disney's Twisted Tale book series, which I just highly recommend. A bunch of the series are after the movie. Some of them are retelling of the movies. Uh, They're very cool. The Peter Pan one is kind of a take on the movie, Where Are They Now, that I think you guys would enjoy. And the Little Mermaid one might even redeem Ariel for Isla. So that would be huge. Keep up the good work, as always. Love the show. Bye. We're not going to guarantee that. Don't hold your breath. (laughs) Hello, Misfits. It's Jason from Happiest Place Photography. I wanted to reach out real quick about the Magical Express news. I'm just catching up, so I'm a little behind here, but oh, it's mafia, I can tell Jason. you after my most recent visit to the resort, which was uh, the beginning of January, that the Magical Express was pretty useless to us with the long line that it had. And we ended up just taking an Uber both ways to and from the airport. Um, so probably won't miss it too much, but I definitely understand why people would. To top that off, though, um, it seems that Disney may have wanted a short-term contract with Mears. However, Mears, knowing very well that Disney would go off and contract with the new train that was coming, appeared to have wanted a longer term, and the two just couldn't come to an agreement. So... Hopefully something works out, and hopefully everyone can still have a magical trip to and from the airport. Take care now. I really need I need a sound effect that's like inside baseball, like with a, with a bat hitting a ball every time he calls in to be like <laughs> to let we know the inside. It's Mafia Jason. Um, He's gonna yeah. drop some drop some facts for us. Bring that's us back amazing. to reality. Although oh, I have never ever experienced a line at Magical Express. Like at the airport. Mackie, I know yeah. this doesn't really um, pertain to you because you don't go to the airport to drive to Walt Disney World. You just go home. But I have but, uh, <laughs> been to the airport before Like I've always here. just shown up and it's maybe at most, I think, like 15 minutes that I wait for a bus. Right. I don't think it's ever been anything excessive. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall uh, in coming here on my vacation or anything, anytime I've used it, that it's been that bad here. That's super unfortunate for yeah. anybody that does. And also, can somebody tell me what stroller pickup is? I stroller I'm a mom. pickup so it's been it's for re- mostly it's like the rentals a lot of the rental places oh have been able to like okay, deliver, okay pick up drop it off pick up um all like the, having it directly done at your room or at the airport whatever you know whatever it may be um i'm gonna be honest tra- if you can travel if you can travel through an airport without a stroller and wait until you get to your destination uh you are way way stronger than i am i could not manage my life without my <laughs> stroller oh my gosh <laughs> Uh, I just again, I I kind of knew that some people would feel certain ways about it. I did not realize that somebody would feel like Jason did, where they literally were like, "Nope, rather Uber." Um, yeah, that no, that surprised me, me too. Known, like, um, 
so that to have somebody like, hey, no, we actually uh, just decided to say screw, screw that, not right? Because to, to me, part of the experience is the video and yeah. watching. You know, spoiler alert. I will be taking Magical Express on Friday. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I want to do it one last time. Um, I don't blame so you. I support that. Yeah. So I'm staying one night. Um, I get in really late Friday night. So it just made more sense to stay up at Disney and take uh, Magical Express one night. And um, yeah. So Give us I'm your full do. review on the Magical Express <laughs> when you come back. I will. I As corny as like totally corny as it is, I 100% am going to record like parts of it. Like not the whole thing, but um, it's good, probably going to be the last time I get to do it. So oh my God, go. that's emotional. Why am I so emotional about a bus? <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go back to our... I go back to our honeymoon and the very first time that Dana and I got on the Magical Express and that that whole experience, um, it's been a, you know, many times we've gone since we've rented cars or borrowed friends cars or whatever it may be. Magical Express is, is not as big of a part of our vacation as it was at other points. Um, but it's still the first thing that we ever like when we went the first yeah. time as a couple. I guess that's, it was, it was that's because it's the it, first so. Disney experience that I had was riding and seeing the sign for the first time. Actually, I didn't even see the sign because I was crying so hard. I was just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finally, Walt Disney World. I wonder if Bart's going to propose. I'm going to search his backpack when we get to the hotel room. Oh my gosh. And now it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> and, and now it's dead. Well, uh, speaking goes. of dead, let's hit into hot topics and uh, talk <laughs> about Disney Pixar's soul. <laughs> well, come on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you have seen it. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert. Um, it seems Disney and Pixar's soul was a big hit to more than just us misfits. During its opening week running from December 21st to December 27th, the direct-to-streaming service movie was the most streamed title that week. Interestingly enough, Soul beat out the perennial powerhouse of The Office, who was running its second to last week on Netflix at the time. This is people wondering if Disney may limit its premiere shelf plan in exchange for the massive bump in visibility movies like Soul can give the service. Disney Plus accrued 2.3 million downloads during the holidays, proving that they are still in a growing phase. We were a part so of those views, guys. Good on us. Right? Yeah. Proud of us. We and what do you think? Like, if you're Disney, would you rather, like, the short-term little burst that a Mulan sale gave them? And let's be honest, it wasn't much. It, it, it was negligible. It would have been better for it to go to the theaters. Yeah, um, that one for sure. Or, or do you do this? Do you just go direct to your service? Maybe charge more per month for the service, but go direct to service knowing that literally you did this and around the holidays, you were still getting 2.3 million people to download your streaming service. To me, yeah. like this is the no-brainer. This is the way you should do it. Make make your service a little bit more expensive, but everything under that umbrella should be should be included because this blew up, and I don't even think even Disney expected it. Yeah, because yeah. lukewarm topic. Apparently, that new movie <laughs> Raya is going to be one of those premiere yeah. releases that are $29.99 and people are upset about it. So like this supports the argument that they should just release it straight to the platform because the long run, it'll be better for them. True, yeah, totally true. And that's really the thing, the and long maybe run is, they didn't is what they're not thinking about. Right, maybe they didn't expect yeah, these numbers didn't come out when they decided that, maybe they'll rethink it. There's a lot of time before the movie actually comes out, but yeah. 
And cl and clearly they did not expect much from Soul because if they did, they would have put Soul directly to Premiere Shelf. They didn't expect much from Soul, I don't think, but it blew up in such a Which way is so annoying. that I think it shows like, the potential. When you release a Pixar movie, it's big. It could, except The Good Dinosaur. That's probably the only Pixar flop <laughs> that's out there. But um, like you know what I mean. I don't know why they didn't give it as much credit as it deserved. It was, it tr we've talked about this before, like off the show and on the show. This quickly became all three of ours, like top three Pixar movies of all time, if not the top. Mm -hmm. And we've only seen it once and that was three weeks ago. If I was on the show last week, I would have been talking about Soul. And that's crazy right. to think it's about just a movie crazy that hasn't even been that out for a year. It just showed up. Yep. I'm still yep. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I, I had to bring that up. And I think, you know, we, I know that we have, you know, office viewers and non-office viewers in, in the chat right now. We're very divisive on the office here. Uh, <laughs> but the office is a perennial powerhouse. It is always one of the top three or five most downloaded streamed shows every week. When it comes it is, to Nielsen rating downloads, it is the funniest show. And ever, thank you. <laughs> yes, and for them to beat out, I know the Office. It's like it, that. That is mind bending to me, and and I just that that's a big tell. That's a big telltale sign. Hey Disney, get your act together. Just just drop these things directly to the streaming service and just blow people out of the water because nobody's going to compete with you. That's if true. You start doing that. Yeah, for sure. So. All right, our next bit of news uh, is is for our boy Mackie. Oh my God! So, hey, uh, <laughs> though no official though no official date has been given, WDW has announced the Festival of the Lion King is returning. So, what you got, man? I'm so mad. How many times, Mackie, did people send this to you? So we <laughs> That's uh, what basically I need to everyone know. that I knew. So uh, <laughs> the day that Isla and I taped the episode last week it was Wednesday and Thursday morning this dropped and Isla and I were texting back and forth and we're like we should get back together let's just like let's do an insert for for the we literally tried every single day to record an insert for last week's episode so that we could be like breaking news this literally just happened and we couldn't make it happen so now we have to talk about it this week a week behind everybody else but I am obviously super excited about this that goes without saying however being the pragmatist that I am, when I first saw it, I was very much like, I mean, that's a step in the right direction, but I don't want to get my hopes up too high because like, first of all, I don't know what the adjustments are. And, you know, uh, the this, this is a little bit, you know, we're going to see how they go about calling people back. Like things are... Things are not great right now for anybody. They're all from from Walt Disney World's perspective either. They are struggling to keep up, to keep their heads above water financially and to keep up with all the changes and to make sure that, I mean, it's a liability to have tens of thousands of people in your parks and like you can't have an outbreak. That's, that's really bad. So there's a lot of pressure, right? And so everybody's a little on edge. And so the way that they, they didn't exactly have the best reputation previous to COVID of like, super taking care of their employees all the time. Like, I think that's that's that not a secret, you know what I mean? So like now that everybody's on edge, like think about parents that have a really hard time like raising their kids, if their kids are teenagers or something, and let something really traumatic happen to that parent now. Like that's going to affect that parent's ability to be compassionate and to be calm. And, to, and I feel like that's where Disney World is right now. So like bringing back 
entertainers and technicians and costume people and all that stuff. This whole, the furlough wasn't really handled super well. So I was like really nervous. I was like, I know a lot of people right now who've been sitting waiting for this call, specifically who worked for Lion King. So I was like, oh man, I hope these are, it's not gonna be like emotional, emotional turmoil for people who <laughs> have to come back. But all of that negative stuff aside, I am just glad that something, this is not the first is this the first theater show to come back? I think it is. Like in, in yeah, your theater? They haven't theater? made any announcement, no Nemo announcement yet whatsoever. Uh, and they that I've heard next no... Beauty and the Beast. Right. Yeah, I was Beauty, say, Beauty and the Beast is outside. The next, so and no Disneyland sense. is basically for sale, so. That, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That right. big old for sale sign just got stuck in the ground <laughs> like, outside. So. Like Everybody literally. hit up Zillow, claim your land. <laughs> I wonder what the Zestimate is on that mofo. Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Discord's making fun of me for like getting really deep about this clearly just straightforward story of like, they announced that it's coming back. Here it is. You know, uh, we know that there's going to be some kind of change to like how it plays out. Um, we know, obviously, you know that seating is going to be is going to be changed. That's a pretty fairly large theater, and up until this point that space in that theater was being used for extended queues for, um, I don't know if it was for Flight of Passage or if it was just for Pandora, but there were people like, they had lines like on the stage and they were zigzagging back and forth. So that, that space is open enough where I feel like it can be done well and ventilated well. Um, but I'm definitely excited. I'm definitely excited to see how it goes down, you know, and like how it works. Um, but I mean, any step in this direction is is good, so. I mean, we can't we can't be mad at that. Yeah, I I uh, I know that you're I know you're excited, man. I'm I am glad for you. This was the news I saw, and I was like, oh yay for Mackie's sake. I'm glad uh, yeah. I put some good news in. I know about about a show about a performance, especially like, since like last week we were talking about the annual pass stuff like a lot, and and so to be able to put an insert in last week and just be like, oh my god, this is like amazing, like uh, like forward momentum, and we just couldn't make it happen. But either way, um, you know, and out of all of the places to do something, it's weird because like you could have easily done the Magic Kingdom stage show. You know what I mean? Like, like the Magic Kingdom stage show is outdoors and people congregating there is even less of a problem, but that's like, I think an optics issue. You know what I mean? Of like it being right in the hub and being, whereas putting people inside the theater, no one can see it, right? They'll see the line, but no one can see like people watching the show. But of all of the indoor theaters and all the indoor shows for it to be like, I don't know if you guys know, but Lion King is like my favorite show in the whole entire world. And the reason I'm at Walt Disney World, this, this show has a pretty big, big place in my heart. So like for it to be this one is like just chef's kiss. Love it. We love to see it. I've never seen Festival of the Lion King. So when you come down here, I will make you watch it 14 times yeah. in a row. Okay, all right. Uh, I think We've had overdue. like a couple fast passes for it. And like we've had plans and then something just always comes up. And, I mean, yeah, it happens. And it's not one that everybody like runs to, but it's just, it's my whole jam. <laughs> it's literally the reason that we know you as like the performance guy was very literally. early on. The, yeah, the I know. Deep love the, yeah. for, for Lion King. That was, for any of you who do not know my uh, my origin story, the reason why I met Walt Disney World yeah. is because when I was here on vacation, I watched that show and and during the show decided I wanted to be a performer in that show and that's why I auditioned and started coming down and so like that show is why I am the Disney person that I am as an adult so like that's yeah that's the Reader's Digest version but basically <laughs> next time you say adult though you need to air quote sure people can't see <laughs> it the Discord can see it yeah <laughs> 
adult. Give, give the verbal air quote too, <laughs> adult. Uh, in a new survey sent to their former annual pass holders, Disneyland may have hinted at some of their plans to replace the annual pass program. The new version of the program is more of a passport with advanced reservations required, a limit lift reservations you can hold at one time, blackout dates, and a lot more fine print. There are three <laughs> passport options with varying blackout dates, varying discount offerings, and what Disneyland calls anytime reservations, which are your tickets you can use without advanced reservations needed. The passport s system ranges in price from 99, from 99, yeah, right. <laughs> from $999 to $1,399 for adults. And it's designed to make for a more flexible experience. I'm telling you, I've read this article three times. It's a lot of rules to learn. It's a lot to learn. I would just um, not go. So it, <laughs> it's it's crazy to me. Like, <laughs> not today. I, I, you, and everybody needs to understand, I look at this in a lot of different ways. Not just the podcaster that I am, but Disney travel is my profession. This is what I do. I convince people <laughs> You have to, to explain this. <laughs> I have to explain this new system now. Like I need to know this system. So I've read this article multiple times because I need to be able to tell somebody who goes to Disneyland and has a great experience and bought a four day ticket, what, what to do if they want to make, you know, if they want to use that ticket to grow to an annual pass of some sort, apply that, you know, that to a, to a passport now, how's that going to work? What is this? Like, it's very wild. The anytime reservation system, the idea for varying blackout dates, even your discount changes, mm. depending on the level that you're on. Wow. It's, it's very difficult. It's convoluted. It's crazy. Isla, what's up? Did they mention bringing back the, um, premier passport you know like the double walt disney world disneyland so from oh, what right, i have right. heard I now that was a thing. <laughs> premier passports not only not only is that canceled i will never have but money for that but i just to. want to know if it's a thing right yeah <laughs> well so here here's here's what i have the most recent news i've heard premier passports the premier passport program's been canceled and not only has it been canceled but you also now you don't just get to have your Walt Disney World annual pass. You have to reapply for your Walt Disney World annual pass. Mm. That's a lot. So you you do not have a passport. Now, if anybody who knows for certain has had a different experience, please call and let us know. This is the news that we're seeing from a couple outlets. But the news that I have seen is your passport has your premier passport's been canceled. Disney will allow you Walt Disney World will allow you to get a WDW annual pass, but you have to reapply. You have to go through that process to do so. It didn't just all of a sudden go from premier to WDW, which let's be honest, Disney, you should have made it easier on those people. Yeah, I've just done that. Like, it's either a refund or apply to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm trying Instead to say it was Yeah, that. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. So again, if you have I just, a different experience, again, let us know. They're but. making it hard to spend money with them. Like if somebody told me you have to reapply, I would just go, all right, thanks. We'll right, just take my yeah. refund. Have a good day. <laughs> like I'm not going to go jump through hoops, especially when you know, and it's not the cast member's fault on the phone. Please don't ever take what I'm saying as that. But nobody wants to sit on the phone on hold for two hours waiting to talk to somebody to spend another two grand. Like yeah, I so would same. just rather not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks. I'll wait yeah, six I, I, to seven I, weeks for my refund. Bye. And honestly, any any listeners who really think like you know I, I, that it sounds like we're being extreme about about these like rules and regulations, I really I'm trying. I convince you right now 
Go ahead and Google the new Disneyland Passport program that they're looking at and what they what these options were that they sent to their for now, mind you, they sent this to their former annual pass holders, former the people that you just canceled their annual passes. And now you're sending them these brand new ideas that are so, I mean, I can't connect the dots and it's my job. I just I, I, bad taste, bad taste, yeah. bad timing Tone all deaf. around. Just Tone bad luck. deaf. <laughs> Tone deaf. Uh, so, hey, there's some good news to end out hot topics, though. I know this will make everybody very happy. It's been big news for the past couple of days. Disney has announced some changes coming to the much beloved Jungle Cruise later this year. In a release from Disney, they discussed the new scenes and an enhanced storyline coming to the attraction that will feature the skippers like never before. New details will include the full story of our rhino chased travelers, a skipper boat crash that's overrun by chimps, and some Easter eggs from the new movie. For those who are worried about your classic puns like the backside of water, Disney has committed that there will be no changes to the original jokes and many of them will stay in place. This is just a further enhancement of some of the crowd's favorite attraction. So there we go, man. I'm pumped about this one. I love Jungle Cruise and I'm excited to know more opportunities for more jokes instead of the same recycled ones I have become so used to. Give me the rock. It's, I uh, care about nothing yeah. else. I love him. <laughs> I do too. I really do. I've loved everything he's ever been in. I'm just really... You could make any ride in Walt Disney World have the rock in it, and I would think that it was a change for the better, to be completely honest. Yeah, and frankly, like the movies done based on rides starring the rock are also equally appealing to me. I Phenomenal. think it's a great idea. And they're going to have I the watched... good jokes. They're just taking yeah. out the really bad ones, which we all know are there, and we all just kind of go... Yeah, <laughs> it's not but funny anymore. A, they gotta go. A refresh in general, you know, like changes is good. I mean, I don't know how many people, you know, in their house, like how many times did you like just freshen up a room and change the order of the furniture or like whatever, like what wall something is facing just husband. to, <laughs> I'm assuming it's a lot by your tone. <laughs> Cause I do it all the time, like all the time. It's, it's good. I know a lot of people uh, feel safe with the consistency of just like having something that they can expect, but having stuff be freshened up is, is it's nice. It's it's an it's nice to be able to as veterans who've been doing this forever to go in and like, you know, still be surprised and still catch new things, which is like what's cool about things like Galaxy's Edge and Pandora, like we're still good because it's so new and we haven't been, you know, experiencing it for 20 years. It, it we're still experiencing and finding new things in in the lands and things that we haven't, you know, like experienced before. So I I I'm always a big advocate for instead of can't like when we do uh crush what the hell is that stupid show called? Cancel Crush keep Castle. Crushing, yeah. Keep keep keep, keep, keep crushing. <laughs> I don't even. I can't ever remember that. How many times have you done that? Uh, I, can't, I can't ever remember that. Um, uh, inst instead of. Uh, completely crushing something to reimagine the same thing, even if you don't retheme it, but you just kind of give it a, a facelift. Uh, I'm always an advocate for that because we have so many things that just get closed forever, and they're just like, oh, we'll put some new technology thing in there, and people will forget about the old thing. Like, or we can take the old thing and make it better. Like that isn't like we don't have to do that for everything, but that is definitely an option sometimes. So it's nice to see that they're finally doing that and they're they're not just like completely crushing you know jungle cruise to the ground and being like we'll make a new water ride and it'll have plasma screens or whatever the hell like you know what i mean like they're they're just they're still giving it its credit um but giving us something to bite on which i think i think is you much mean, needed right now 
Instead, like they could just keep using the Nile and Nile and Nile overused joke and then just put an animatronic rock as, <laughs> as your skipper for every boat. Like, I would watch it. Maybe he says the joke from the shore to the boat. <laughs> That's right. He's just like, like a stand-up comedian pulls out a microphone like Jerry Seinfeld. Just start doing a set. The rock is the the, the new, um, uh, uh, oh my God, his name is right out of my head. Um, Dwayne Johnson. At the very end. Oh, no, the no, very wait. end with the with the shrunken heads. Oh, oh my God. Trader Sam. Trader Sam. Trader Sam. Thank you. Oh my God, we can have, you imagine we if they replaced Trader, Trader Rock Sam with, <laughs> Trader with Rock. The, or just put the Rock's head on little tiny Trader Sam? That would be hilarious. Oh, there you go. And he, every time you walk by, he just gives people the, the uh, people's elbow. <laughs> Moving on. So uh, yeah, I I'm, I had to end on a good note. I know we're excited for this one. Some. Some look, we, we with everything going on 2020, 2021, it's been crazy. A lot of stuff has been canceled, a lot of stuff's been put on the back burner. This is a project that Disney can do really quickly. They say they're going to have it done by the end of the year. I think a lot of the stuff is going to make it's little adjustments that I think is going to make a big impact. And sometimes Disney's done that in the past and it's been great for an attraction. So I'm, I'm really excited to see this one come, this one come to fruition. Um, uh, so yeah, nice. Hey, Isla. Why don't you uh, do us a favor? Sell us some merch. Merch sale. Merch sale. Selling merch. Selling merch. Selling merch. Merch, 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 merch. You guys are really... Misfits, we need to talk. The next time you leave your house, you forget your mask, and then you're running back in to grab it, make sure you're grabbing your Misfit on main mask. Wait, what? You don't have one? Oh, Okay misfitsonmain.com or did your baby just ruin the fifth outfit you put them in today before 11 a.m throw them in a misfit onesie you don't have one oh okay misfitsonmain.com what about your water bottle laptop phone are they all looking a little bit bare slap a misfit sticker on them i think you're getting it now misfitsonmain.com we have all of the above, plus our OG shirts and hats, locked and loaded on the site right now, waiting to be snatched off the shelves. Run. Misfitsonmain.com Hey fam, I don't know if you knew this, uh... <laughs> was absent last week so like every like every good american i've sent in my absentee ballot you know i still voted don't worry <laughs> I, still, I still took care of my job um and i decided that, that my mid-break this week <laughs> is going to be is going to be just that the misfit absentee ballot uh when you miss a show and there's a topic that you wanted to talk about and wanted to say something here's your chance and uh, i'm gonna take my chance to talk about three movies that I am very passionate about. Um, I, I would call them the deserted island movies because people toss the term favorite movie around a lot, but I don't necessarily know that your favorite movie is always going to be your deserted island movie. And these are three movies, anytime, any mood, I can turn these on and they can either, they can make a bad day, they can improve a good day. Uh, so those three are Toy Story, Wally, and The Jungle Book, the original 
Jungle Book. No shade on Bill Murray playing Baloo, <laughs> but uh, I, I love the original hand-drawn Jungle Book. So those three for me are standbys. Don't at me. We're not. There's no, there's no battle to be had here. Uh, all three of those. Um, I I Wally specifically, I think, is one that sometimes surprises people that it is so highly rated for me. Um, that one kind of threw me. The other two were completely. I was like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But well, I was like, well, it's an can you imagine uh, if I our show was because... that organized when we did it? <laughs> Just to be like, here's the movie, it's done. Instead, we I... rambled on every show on Disney Plus property. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, remember the Hannah Montana concert that they released? Wow. And CJ's like, here are my three. Don't question it. Oh god. Um, this is why I we think Wally sends such an important message uh, for a movie that doesn't star a human character. Uh, and I think it's it's a really important message that gets delivered in a very unique way. And uh, I just I don't know. I, Wally's one of those ones. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I really, really do love this movie uh, wow. every time, every time I watch it. So, yeah. Nice. So there you go. Toy Story, Wally and the Jungle Book. OG. those would be my my th- three of mine. You are blue so. to me in real life. Like if I, I had to picture you, you are you are blue at the beginning of every show. There's no it's not an accident that I had look for the bare necessities come in and then CJ's voice immediately after that for the beginning of every show. I was very carefully placed. He also so has was, a very cool blue portrait in his studio that I oh, love nice. so much. So that's what I oh, there it is. You'll have to you'll have to take a picture of that and put it uh, on the Discord or like in the show notes or something. That's really cool. Yeah, it's wicked cool. P- people should see that. Um, I don't necessarily uh, have anything specific to talk about, but I kind of want to let people know about something that I've been like looking at and watching. I I, I went way back into my childhood and um, r- recalled the Fox Kids Network. Does any do you guys remember this? This no. actually, well, this was would have been. Too young for you. For you. Never mind. That was, was not say, a question directed at me. So sorry. I was like, Isla, I was like, Isla was in kindergarten. I was remember? Like, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, it was 1992, uh, 1992 and 1994, respectively. Was X Men. Never mind. She and wasn't Spider-Man. even alive, bro. But it, it like extended beyond that. I think Spider Man <laughs> ended in like 98 or something. You've got to be that old. Okay, at least. so I was three. Yeah, sure. You were watching TV. Obviously, Spider Man. That was your entertainment of choice. I'm sure. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some like really the worst. Oh, um, anyway, when I was perusing through Disney Plus, I discovered that some Fox Kids Network stuff was on there because Fox and because some of the stuff is Marvel and like all that stuff is on there. And there's a ton of like random obscure cartoons. So I stumbled upon X-Men, the animated series uh, and the 90s original um, Spider-Man. And I just wanted people to know that it was there because it felt to me like very much the original, uh, the original remake since the original, like original comics that Stanley like was, you know what I mean? Um, but the but the like the 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 birth of the uh, the modern mainstream versions of these characters jumping off of the comic page, I feel like th- these shows were the the real beginning of that, um, and a lot of what the modern filmmakers uh were drawing upon when they were making their their films and and making little homages to and and stuff like that so uh if anybody likes those kinds of superhero cartoons know that the entire series of both of those uh are are on there uh they ended up on toon disney and disney xd so disney had property to them so yeah 
five seasons of uh, of Spider-Man and I think also five seasons of X-Men. So in case you just wanted some cartoons to put, I, I suppose you could call it a background noise, if you will. If you're like, you know, cleaning your house and you just wanted some weird Saturday morning cartoons to put on, go for one of those. It's just, yeah. It's what I've been doing while I've been taking care of my ill wife. <laughs> putting playing cartoons in the back while I play uh, house housewife. <clears throat> house housewife daddy, I guess. I don't know what I am. Ew. That's stop. That's awful. I wish I could retract that, that so from bad. the universe. That was so bad. Please stop. Oh my god, I'm done with the show now. Bye. <laughs> We're gonna retract that from the universe. That's fine. Anyway, I'm done now. I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right, Mackie. Hey, man, the nostalgia kid in me is gonna have to check that out because I I was a, especially X Men. I know we've talked about X Men on the podcast in the past. I am an X Men goon, so I'm gonna have to check that out, man, because uh, I I love me some X Men. It's still the Team only Wolverine. appropriate. Uh, a portrayal of jubilee so far like x-men apocalypse had jubilee in it and didn't do anything with her character and the whole time i was watching the movie i was like wait she's gonna have sparks come out of her hair it's gonna be super cool and then they don't she's just a random asian girl and then and then they just stop her character just doesn't show up again and i'm like you had you already had jubilee like why would you not so yeah the card i'm still waiting for the 90s Fox Kids Network version of X-Men Jubilee to like make an appearance in the MCU, but they're not the MCU, whatever. I guess it is MCU now. Are they MCU? I don't know. Whatever. In movies. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I distinctly remember the very first episode I watched where it was Jubilee like going to the Academy. It's the first episode. Yeah, it's the pilot. I, yeah, and yep. I, I, exactly. The pilot episode. I distinctly remember sitting down, watching that and going, I'm hooked. I'm yeah. hooked, and and there we go. How's the next so cartoon? And Rogue has that like there. deep, deep Southern accent, like Anna Paquin uh-huh. almost yep. made. You know, yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. All right, so we're gonna move into the main topic we have this week. Lower the lights, get some thunder cracking in the background. Have your friends dress up as like zombies or some crazy shit like that. It's Doomsday Disney Magic Kingdom edition. Same rules apply from Epcot. We have three rounds. Mackie will score each round privately as our lone survivor. And in the end, make the selection whether he wants to live in Team Isla's land or Team CJ's land. And then all of you, obviously in Discord, you guys can discuss which land works best for you. Really fight it out. We want to hear We want to hear what you guys have to say. This is Spoiler obviously alert, a conversation. Spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to past episodes, I'm really good at the show, so... You are really good at the show, actually. I think, yeah, I, yeah, I think you you do the apples to apples thing and you play to the judge sometimes, I think. I think you you might know what I'm looking I for. I just know how to survive, okay? Like, I am a survivor. I'm not going to give up. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. You should write oh, a song that- about that. That's pretty. Good. I know. Yeah. I honestly, it just came to me. That's pretty. That's pretty. It could maybe go good. platinum. It could maybe go platinum. It could. Never know. It could. Like my You're hair. on the train. You're on the train. Like right my there. hair. That's it. That's the hype train. Uh, so, so as a come on ride the train. Whoop, whoop, uh, not not another hit. No. Um, we have the three categories as we've discussed: food, entertainment, and lodging and security, uh, in that order. So, um, Isla, because I actually. I think I think I got this one unlocked this time, so I'm gonna let you go first. That's how confident I feel this go wow. around. Yeah, that's he right. said I'm gonna let you. I'm finish, walking on but... sunshine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, wait. So what's our first category? What are we starting with? Food. Oh, yeah, this one I suck at this one. Okay. So first of all, I have to introduce where I am. My home camp 
is Tomorrowland. Okay. Um, I think that is the <laughs> Enjoy your sunny better. eclipse meals. <laughs> Spoiler, I know what CJ's land is, and I think mine is the superior land. But So I'm picking Tomorrowland. For food, we are going to Somersault and Tuck and Dive over to the Contemporary because you can get back there on that little back road near the... Oh! <laughs> um, yeah. Wow! And we're going to go to okay. California Grill for food. You know, we can hit up the wave in California Grill hey. and we can watch our enemies from up above at California Grill. So we always know who's going to come at us while we're enjoying our food. Extra points for ingenuity. <laughs> oh, my okay. Lord. Okay. We're got, we got some next level jumping Cut going on now. Come for me. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, it's just okay. You've just given me a great idea for mine, though. So continue. Is that was that your was that it? Is that all you have to offer for food? I don't know what else they have in Tomorrowland for food. I'm gonna be oh, honest. I've never okay, really well eaten then here, because <laughs> other than you, other than you having the lunching pad and grabbing a hot dog or having a really crappy burger with sunny. Eclipse, Can we go back in time? Can we go back in time to when they had sweet cream cheese filled pretzels? They no longer have because that was one of my favorite things. The lunching pad. All right, you hillbilly. Why don't you introduce your like land? A, look, we're already letting her leave the park and go somewhere else. So no, time, time travel, we're gonna draw the line, but here, I'll handle food because <laughs> my land, frontier land, all around food offerings in this park are subpar, we know it, but Pecos Bill, Do we have Golden a banjo? Oak Outpost. Do we have a banjo? That's entertainment, okay? Sorry. We're gonna talk entertainment later. Um, so you have Pecos Bill, you have the Golden Oak Outpost, which is an, a hidden gem of the entire if it's park. open. <laughs> this is my apocalyptic situation. It's open 24 seven and we sh we have queso covered waffle fries all day, every day. Then you have the pretzel cart, the popcorn cart, and the pretzel cart also serves corn dog nuggets, a mm. little known gem that you can catch over there. I think they call them golden corn dog nuggets. So a little extra fry, never hurt anybody. Is this a pre COVID no, park by the way? Uh, executive decision, <laughs> well, yes, because okay. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I'm good. Um, I'm good. <laughs> and so, look, you can grab corn dog nuggets, west, uh, corn dog nuggets and fries, westward, westward ho. And look, if Isla can jump, I am really close to Grand Floridian, so I will see her one, her one I great restaurant, and I will. <laughs> I have a walkway. Well, I have now, a walkway though. too. There's a brand yeah. new walkway. It's brand new. Oh so I get to walk, and I get to go to Narcusi's and Citrico's. Oh my God, is that how you And say Victoria that? and Alberts. <laughs> and Victoria and Alberts. And Grand Floridian Cat. I'll just go to all those at Grand Floridian. So there's my food. The entire Grand Floridian <laughs> property. And wow. Frontierland. Isla, I'm just using your rules, darling. We're just walking. It's just a walk. It's just a walk. Just That's a true. Walk. So there we go. So there we go. Uh, I, I I don't know how you could win food there. I got all grand yes, flow. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, but but we won't know until the end. Um, but next we have entertainment. So Isla, wait, I gotta judge have, this at the. I'm not gonna remember any of this shit during the end. Can we just judge them? Well, no, you just remember now. In your mind, you already know who won this round. Just oh, jot okay. it down. So I'm that sorry. At the did end, you bribe? You can say CJ. Did you bribe the judge? <laughs> Hello, cops. Um, I have a nine one one emergency. Filmed okay. on scene with the men and women of law enforcement. <laughs> Entertainment. 
CJ already told me that I'm not allowed to use Astro Orbiter to zoot myself into space. So I will not be doing that. I'm dead serious. I actually, this was a message where I was like, if you're doing Tomorrowland, you're not allowed to use the rockets uh, to go anywhere. <laughs> Iowa, please do not yeet self into another dimension. Thanks. But Sincerely, oh, wait, CJ. You, funny you say another dimension. You know what I am using for entertainment? Do tell. The doors at Monsters Inc. Lab 4. I'm oh. going to Monstropolis. Bye. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. What is this? What is this? Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I, guys, I think Isla's broken. I think she thinks that there's things work in different ways than they actually work. When you haven't been to Disney World in an entire 365 <laughs> days and you're finally cracking, here we are. This is where we're <laughs> at. Yeah, true. Here's where you had me. I honestly was going to be jealous of the fact that you had Space Ranger spin and instead you 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 crack. You start telling me you're going to go to Monstropolis. <laughs> the doors, they're was, right there. All right. Well, my look, was that your entertainment? The, the doors. What is more entertaining okay. than going to Monstropolis? Come on. <laughs> do you do you a follow up question? Do you have any ideas for the entertainment once we are in Monstropolis? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm going to. Um, oh no, I almost said Benihana, but it's not Benihana. It's their version of Benihana. It's, right. Um, I I I know what do you, you know? speak of. I don't I don't remember the name either, but I know I know what you're talking about. So you're going to get food. You're going to get Sully, Sully hair in your food. That's Sully much. So hair. It is the nicest restaurant. Do you know how long it takes to get you, in there? She's taking you. The reservations are booked. A, <laughs> uh, anything else from all three movies? Long, all long two, blue hairs and your fried rice. Gross. Yeah, and I'm going to go party it up at Uzma Kappa. There you go. Carry on. <laughs> I'm going to live out college so, days that I never had. And I'm going to party with the frat monsters. That's what's up. Okay. Um, Thank you. For me, entertainment was easy. I think I have one of the most thrilling attractions in the Magic Kingdom and one of the longest running attractions in the Magic oh, Kingdom. Are you going to watch the Country Bears on repeat? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, between the two mountains, Splash Mountain and uh, Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain. I mean, I could you could ride Big Thunder. Isla, I know you're going to try throwing shade, but I also know Big Thunder is your favorite attraction in Magic yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, so. I can't throw any shade at Big Thunder. <laughs> I would ride that 400 yeah. times in a row. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So uh, you had one of my favorite in Space Ranger Spin. I knew I had one of your favorite over here in Big Thunder. Um, so I, I really think that that plenty of entertainment there. We also have Tom Sawyer's Island, which we're going to get into a little bit more um, later. But there's all sorts of things that you could do over Tom Sawyer's Island. Tom Sawyer Island. There's also the shooting gallery in Frontierland. Access to the man-made river. So like boats, all sorts of canoes, whatever you wanted to do there. And if performances are more your style, yes. Isla, you can head to Country Bear Jamboree and catch Big Al singing his number one hit, Blood on the Saddle, because we don't have a lot of things playing around these parts. But on Friday night, that stage becomes a showplace for our local talent show. So yes, my theme stands true. I believe this is now all three of these Doomsday Disney. Mackie, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to bribe you. I'm giving live performances in all three Doomsday Disney scenarios. And, and and I'm still I'm still struggling. So here we go yet again. <laughs> Friday nights, you can have live performances on the Country Bear Jamboree stage. So there we go. There's my entertainment. A list, not just one door. You hope doesn't stop working. 
I mean, to another universe. There's a lot of stuff in there, but I get it. Wait, I have a follow-up question. What, where are these, what kind of entertainment on this stage? Like, not just the com- country bears. Like, are you talking about other entertainers on the country? Like, is the country bear room going to be like a concert hall? Correct. On Friday nights, it becomes like a concert hall for everybody to come and perform and do their own, like, their own stuff. Their own, like, we have a but talented who are these people, group of people here. coming to perform if it's Doomsday? <laughs> Isn't it just us? I thought the whole, I thought it was just Mackie, like, you no, are it's his and me. Band and the band of brothers. And the band of brothers and and all of the people that we're bringing with us because Frontierland is clearly the better option. So we have got a population. I mean, look, you can door hop with Isla and Bart and, and Harper. You can certainly you can door hop, but we're we're building a community over in over in Frontierland. Okay. Isla's shade. It's so dark right now. I'm loving it. And so the final one is shelter and protection, right? Like- uh, so yeah, lodging and security is going to round out our our three uh, our three topics. So Isla, lodging and security, what you got? So obviously, I'm going to be living in the Carousel of Progress because it's a, it's a house. So why would I not use the house? Interesting. Um, but my security, the Astro Orbiters are blasters guys so they're they're gonna shoot at people they're they're actual blasters now and i will shoot at people from the people mover mm. and that is how i'll protect myself air superiority i like the uh, the military mindset there very nice so yeah. again you're so again you're doing something that is is scientifically not really plausible how so i mean if it was doomsday I'm the not, blasters I'm be are in not Kingdom, real so. blasters but if well, you can reverse engineer those said, and make them real blasters. But who said? We came back from Monstropolis <laughs> to make the blasters I'm sorry, work. Wait, wait, so, I'm sorry. I mean. D- have you taken a tour backstage? Did you see the on and off button where it says weapon, <laughs> not weapon? I don't think so. So I think that your opinion is weapon, not accurate. It becomes a weapon at okay. night when they're defending against the hordes. This but slander I will not stand for on this podcast. <laughs> it is truly defamation of character. It is disrespectful. I'm oh, filing look, in Hollywood studios. I'm lawsuit. calling it right now. We are flying away in the Millennium Falcon because apparently that is something we can now do. So I mean, I'm calling it right now. That's the last one of these is me flying away. Um, lodging for lodging and security. Heat yourself off the planet, CJ. <laughs> This is the biggest reason I picked Frontierland was lodging and security. And that is because Tom Sawyer Island is the home base and the epicenter. It's protected by a man-made river and only accessible by our rafts. This island and the fort located on it make perfect, like, maybe the best. Are you going to live in Harper's Mill? (laughs) Arguably, like, this could be arguably the best actual fortress on Disney property in that there is a true fort, Fort Langhorn, on the island. So it's a great, secure fallback location, stockade walls, lookout points. There's a lot of caves, barrel bridges, and other things like that that you can set up actual booby traps. You know, like real, like logical. Like we're going to set up a booby trap and catch you all trying to come over with your plastic blasters. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have this like in my head, like like a really, really like D plus version of a movie, like Cowboys versus Aliens, except it's That's a, like Fort Langhorn with sticks. Except and, it's like, Isla versus CJ. You with plastic blasters and me with sticks. <laughs> and like, that's what we have. Like, that's hilarious. That's, that's exactly movie. what this is. But yeah, uh, there you go. So I, I have my sticks and my fort. And Isla has her plastic blasters. They're not plastic. They're weapons of destruction. Mass destruction. (laughs) I rule that the blasters are real. 
that's what I, as the judge, <laughs> in, this, in this scenario. Just so that we can compare apples to apples. You just Science didn't come up with that's not a real apple though. That's a, yeah, that is little you're biting a you're biting a stage you're biting a stage apple. I have a real apple, you're biting a plastic apple. I mean tomato tomato. Suspend disbelief. That's fine. If you look, man. Please please don't tell me that you eat plastic apples. I may that may describe that may explain Listen, a lot going on. The show must go on. You do, if you're not you do feeling what you need well, to do for the plastic art. apples. <laughs> So there you go. That rounds out all three. Uh, Discord chat, I'm really excited to hear you all and what you got to say when, when we're able to check it out with you. But the time has come. Lone Survivor, Mackie, weary, distraught, beaten down from the road. Where are you calling home, man? Uh, I I don't even remember. He's going to be like, uh, Fantasyland, I hate you by, both by. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, actually, you know what? Uh, the, way this, the way CJ described Grand Floridian sounds pretty good. I'm just gonna... <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, so uh, the first one was California Grill, and oh, I gotta write this okay. stuff down. California Grill and uh, Grand Floridian with Frontierland, other stuff, Pecos Bill, etc. Uh, so I think that just because of the, I only got all the points for ingenuity for thinking outside the box, like major points, which count for something. I think that also counts for a little bit more, you know, uh, like- a, That then like I a, was able to do the exact same outside the boxing? No, 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 I'm just saying it counts <laughs> for an additional entry, I would suppose, right? So California Grill <laughs> plus the like traveling with someone who's adaptable MacGyver-esque thinking to go outside the boundary of the, not the rules, but like, you know, what you have is important obviously though the amount of choices at grand floridian means the cj one's the first round those are for food i mean that's just a lot just because i don't know how long we're going to be out here california girl is going to get old eventually i don't know like are is this like a week is this doomsday for for is this covid doomsday where we have to be there for two years i don't want to eat only california girl <laughs> for you know so i feel like that's fair like fine that, he also laterally thought you know it, in process that was pretty pretty fine fast. It's fine. Um, Everything's fine. For, Everything's uh, fine. For, what the hell is the middle one? Entertainment. For entertainment. Frontierland and Monstropolis. Uh, I, I appreciate uh, the pattering to the judge by adding stage performance. I, I, I like the attempt. Seeing the doomsday scenario pulls a little bit out of the live stage uh, aspect of it. These poor mangled people are going to be trying to half-ass a performance on that stage where they're yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, I get the, I get the I need to like... I lost my leg, but I'm here singing right, a right. song. To like lift spirits and stuff, but, but I feel like entertainment wise going to another dimension just feels like it appeals more so i think i went to second round that's just i feel like that's fair i feel like that's fair i i mean i know breaking the rules of physics is but i'm since i'm the judge i don't care that physics are broken so uh i feel like stephen hawking may have something to say about that but neither here nor there maybe my boy elon musk will hook me up with some sort of something yeah tesla related yeah. dimensional thing yeah, i like it yeah it's I called the blue pill and no, no, like, sure yeah i know i'll do a blue kanye pill. west can do what he does maybe i can do this you know you are not wrong dude is crazy so yeah i agree um so for the last one is what lodging and security yes 
Uh, so Isla's, what was yours? I don't even know. See? Oh, Carousel of Progress Carousel slash of the Progress. Astro Blasters. Okay. People Mover. I like the futuristic weapons. I think that's a great choice. Uh, I like the fact that it's, the Carousel of Progress is nice because if I'm talking about, I play video games. So I like a lot of misdirection in the house, like the fact that it sort of looks the same and you can kind of bop in and out of places and you can you can section off. I like that too, that you can, for lack of a better word that I know we're sensitive to, you can quarantine areas off, right? That that Yikes. potential Too enemies, strong. I know, that potential enemies are, are coming from or whatever. And then CJ's is, okay, is it exclusively Tom Sawyer or Tom Sawyer Island and Frontierland? Just Tom Sawyer. I mean, yeah, obviously the rest of Frontierland, but the home base but like home where base. we will yeah. stay, where where we would retreat to, all that's right. Tom Sawyer Island. You can sleep right. easy at night knowing you're protected by an entire moat. Sure. Uh, I've spent a lot of time on Tom Sawyer Island. Taryn and I have spent a lot of time on Tom Sawyer Island when we when we first started dating. That was like a spot that we used to go to all the time because it's one of the few spots in Magic Kingdom, Doomsday aside, uh, that you can like, I mean, you can, I don't want to say get privacy because that sounds so skeevy and weird, but you, but it's away from like the crowds and the craziness like that, like Tom Sawyer and uh, uh, the Swiss family Robinson tree house uh, are two, if it's not like super crowded, are, are two places that we like to like, you can get so high up and you can kind of like mess around like on Tom Sawyer, there's like bridges and all those little like, you know, fort areas. And I think. Is it Tom Sawyer that had, isn't there an actual fort or is that in Swiss Family Robinson? There's not there like a thing no, that's with a gun saying. and like a, if that's that, at Tom yeah, Sawyer. That's my true like last defense is right. Fort Langhorn and, and setting up, yep, setting up there. On the other hand, I do like uh, the air superiority aspect of like being up in like a crow's nest basically of like Astro Orbiter or um, People Mover. And like having open open area below you makes now, it a lot easier. I will to like say see in defense, coming. our tower our tower is taller than People Mover, but Astro Orbiter would be high. It would be taller, yeah. True, but like the the fort and the tower, it, it, because it's covered below. I think it wasn't the point that uh, not that it's high, but that which what we're looking at below is open, so it's harder for people or potential enemies or whatever coming at us to hide. Whereas on Tom Sawyer Island, it, it is a, it, there are a lot more places you can get ambushed from because it's so covered, right? So that one, this one is hard. That's a tie right up until until the last, the last category because I feel like that one is very close. I feel like that's one where if I had safe passage, even for a moment to go back and forth between the two, I would do those two things equally. I think because of the time that I've spent on Tom Sawyer Island, I think that one edges it out a tiny, tiny bit, only because uh, of ways that you can section things off and, and block off areas, you know, and like hold a section down and from a military aspect or from some kind of defense aspect. Bottlenecking people coming at you is good. And Tom Sawyer has a few more opportunities to do that without having to like think really outside the box with carousel products but like it's a very small edging because i feel like those are very very those are both really solid options you're both dead to me oh boy <laughs> this this is how it ends this is how it ends there you go ladies and gentlemen mr Tom, man i <laughs> hope you enjoyed the run the i hope you enjoyed <laughs> i hope you enjoyed our short i don't show. feel well i have to take a break next <laughs> i love uh, can't come to the phone right now 
Why? Because she's dead. <laughs> all right. Take, all right, T-Swift. You did it. You won one, CJ. You, you did it. I'm proud of you. I did. Uh, that was I good. Did. You worked I hard. I got to do it going low tech, which there we go. It was, I think uh, it was CJ's like I did it honestly and humbly shade. and right. I came out on top you listen you know this I is think not the reason- <laughs> a sprint it is a marathon and I came out it was a huge win that's CJ right now that is CJ um, um, you and know, look, I'm gonna I, call I am a I'm a sucker for really weird outside of the box stuff, which is why Isla always ends up winning. This was a very, very small margin that he edged you out this time. So you just got to you got to bring... tell you right now. We're CJ's flying like, I had the and... biggest ratings on Disney Doomsday, <laughs> the biggest they've ever seen. Nobody has ever seen a bigger margin than mine. <laughs> oh I'm contesting God. this. Recount. <laughs> yeah, Amanda, I demand recount. a revote. That's, oh God, that's so funny. We did it. This was fraud. (laughs) Love Your Melon is an apparel uh, brand that's on a mission to better the lives of children that are battling pediatric cancer. This is going to be our current charity highlight. They've been uh, working to reach their goal since uh, 2012. Uh, In their really, really humble beginnings, Love Your Melon set out to donate a hat to every child that was battling cancer. They not only reached that goal quickly, but their next goal of raising $1 million for pediatric cancer research was also quickly surpassed as the company uh, now raised over $8 million to help combat cancer in children. Uh, They donate 50% of their net profits directly to reputable cancer research and uh, their recovery programs. Love Your Melon is widely known as uh, as a a respected and philanthropic brand. Uh, If you're out there and you're looking for a new winter hat, consider a Love Your Melon beanie uh, and you can make a difference with your purchase. If you want some more information, then it'll be available in our show notes. All right, everybody, it's that time of the show. Let's talk about our feelings. (laughs) You know it as (laughs) Mickey Bars and Molotovs. You know it as Isla's air guitar. (laughs) Yeah, Isla rocks out every time. Um, So you guys know it, Mickey Bars, Molotovs. It's our good and the bad of the last week change, whatever. This point could be 2021. Uh, the good, the bad. Uh, I, I haven't been here for a bit, so I I'm gonna I'll go first because my Molotov was hey I haven't been here in a bit. Um, missing a show. You know I I try really hard. We all try really hard. All three of us to to make the shows to be here for every recording. Missing one. Uh, it, it was a bummer. I really I promise you all when I say I'm one of those people like. I only do it if I really need the time. I think I've even said to Mackie and Isla in past week, like there've been other times where I've said, hey, may need to miss this coming. And I and I try my hardest to still make it. Um, so missing a week was, was uh, it was a bummer. I missed you guys. I know I said the top off the, you know, the top of the show. Um, it's just nice being back. So the bad was, was missing last week. Um, cause, cause I did, I missed you guys. And I, and it was, uh, the first time that you got to do the discord. Um, it was a topic that came from somebody in discord. Um, I was, I was bummed to miss like the first of something. Uh, but 
It will happen. It will happen again. Alas, it was not the last. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it doesn't mean it didn't bum me out and, uh, and make me miss you guys yeah. a little bit. Um, but it was all for a good reason. And uh, I'll get to that in Mickey Bar. So, yeah, guys, uh, what was your Molotovs this week? I don't want to jinx it, but I have been feeling this dread and I don't like it. So back when all of this, you all know what I'm talking about. This started last March. I'm winking for everybody listening. <laughs> she is winking a um, lot. <laughs> we all thought it was going to blow over real fast. Um, fast forward to now, it is not fast. Um, but I planned a bunch of things for after this ends. And now I'm thinking that I might not have gone far enough. And I'm worried that these things are going to be canceled. Um, Disney Cruise Line announced today that their April cruises are now canceled. So that means that we're into May. And I have a cruise in September, and mm. now I'm wondering, is it going to be canceled, or am I going to be the first ship in the ocean, which I don't want to be. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know. Like I'm just super worried, and I know like that seems super far away, but in planning world, it's not. Right. So yeah. I hate that a lot, but thankfully, CJ paid off our cruise. So I know that I'm paid in full. I know it's ready to go, but I'm worried that this year is going to take on yet another no vacation year, and that just doesn't fly yeah. with the Sheep Risky family, and I really hate that. I would take this vaccine to my eyeball at this point. <laughs> <laughs> sounds awful. Yeah, the no vacation altogether is really, like, even, like, not being able to do Disney things is one thing, but, because, like, we are right here, and we can't really, like, experience Disney, like, the way that we like to, because there's so many yeah. things closed and stuff, but not going on a vacation at all in so long has really started to wear on us in this house. Yeah. Too. Uh, the only vacation that we've taken since literally a year ago now was going to CJ's house in July, which I love you wow. so yeah. much, but I wish we were somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the or other thing, I mean, we just talked about this countless times, but we also were supposed to have seen each other like six times since then. <laughs> we were supposed mm -hmm. to have two family vacations together since then. So I'm just we, we super worried that this planned. is snowballing again and I don't want to get, I'm just so sick of getting my hopes up and then being upset. So that's my bad is, yeah. I just want to go on vacation. Yeah, and that's really, that's just, or and that's the thing is like when you get there, because like you could right. get on a super cheap flight right now and be really safe and generally speaking, you'll probably be fine. And when you get I could, there- I could, but I don't want to. But even I if just, you did I, I, though- Sorry. But even if you did, when you get to wherever you're going to, it's things are still going to be fucked up. Like that's the problem is that like you still have to wear masks, you still have to worry about getting sick when yeah. you're out there. God forbid you get sick while you're- at some other destination. I mean, forget it. If you're going international or you're going to the Caribbean or something like that, like we used to go to normal stuff, you know, like you would, you could potentially leave the country, go to Cancun, do whatever. If you went to Mexico or something and then you got sick while you were there and then like, who knows about, like it's too stressful. Like it's not, so it's not even worth it. Even, even if you were brave enough to like be traveling, when you actually got there, it still exists wherever you're going. So it's yeah. just like, ugh, it's like, that's no way to vac vacation. So you just Truly have to like really wait. Biggest waste of money at this point was my passport, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can I return this? Is there a return policy for passports? I Is paid there? for those money to back. be expedited, okay? Oh no, like, that's so expensive. Yeah. Right before we hopped on the air, 
Uh, Disney also announced literally right before we got on the air that all that through April and part of May have been canceled. Um, Disney Cruise, <laughs> Disney Cruise is yeah. April and part of May. Yeah, um, Dang so it. it's just one of those things. Uh, again, as as a, preaching to the choir because Isla is a, a, a gr- wonderful client, um, but. Um, yeah, I feel this. Like, I literally, I feel you. I feel you on this, uh, especially with the cruise industry. Um, I want, I want you. Because you, you don't. Nobody wants to be on the first boat. Nobody yeah. wants to be on that first ship. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I want, don't want to cruise the first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to give, and it's not even about my profession. I I love what I do, not just because it's my job, but because I literally get to send people on vacations. I get to send people to places that they are going to make memories for a lifetime. I love that part of my job. Um, so I want people to get back to vacations, just because I want y'all to start building memories again. I love and, Bart, yeah. and Harper. I love nothing more than seeing photos of you guys on a trip I helped you book. And so um, I want it for everybody, um, especially you guys. So, man, here's hoping that that Molotov's a Mickey bar before too long, before too long. Yeah. Yeah. Mackie, what you got, man? Uh, Allergies. Just don't like allergies. (laughs) Truth. I mean, it's a stupid thing. Like nobody likes allergies, obviously. That's not like a, you know, but. Okay, but now you have to play as it allergies or COVID. So that amps up the issue. That's the problem. That's problem number one. And problem number two is that uh, in in my 30s, I learned that my anxiety now likes to uh, have a personality and mind of its own out in the real world and make me physically ill when I get anxious. So now I don't know if it's my anxiety is causing allergies or my allergies is causing COVID anxiety of me not knowing if I'm sick or not. So just allergies in general are the kind of thing that just like kick up randomly when they want to and then it just starts you down this horrible spiral of like not knowing whether you're sick or not so on the plus side of this i have become very attuned to my body more than i ever have been now now i kind of know the difference in the beginning of last year it was you know you get a sniffle and you're like oh this is it is this what they're talking about on the news like but now i i can kind of since I've been through it all year last year, now I kind of can tell the difference when it's just like, it's just in my nose or it's just last night. I had the worst allergy attack I've ever had in the middle of the night. And I don't have like hives or skin reaction or anything like that. It's just, it's like, uh, like cold like mild cold stuff so like i get my nose starts running my eyes start to waterfall just water coming out of them i start sneezing like crazy it's all above my neck it's all in my throat and in sinuses um but i woke up in the middle of the night with like an itchy throat not a sore throat but like it felt like there was a piece of dust back there and i couldn't get it out and when i got up and walked into the bathroom i was i have never sneezed that hard in my entire life i was sneezing into like a towel and i was it felt like my soul and whole insides and guts were coming out like it was just like how am i sneezing this hard like why uh and i literally everything in the book up to chloroseptic and medicine and eye drops and flonase and zirtan i took everything all at once and then after like a few minutes it, it calmed down i was like well, I guess allergy season's back. Jeez, like it was really aggressive and it's just a pain in the ass. And now like, you know, I basically have to worry about having itchy eyes all day, which is not like, I'm not sick, but it's really annoying. It's annoying. It's just really all it is. It's just a pain in the butt. Like it doesn't even, it doesn't last days. It doesn't, you know, it's usually a few hours, but like, I'd like to just have oxygen from outside without my eyes just watering and my nose starting to run and having to oh my god imagine if your body just did what it was supposed to do right it would be incredible wouldn't that be amazing imagine what is it like to be healthy 
<laughs> I don't even know anymore. I feel like if it's you're not sick, you're imagining people that choose vegetables instead of pasta. Seven, that was it. That was six it. out of seven days a week. So yeah. that's who that gets to go to. Yeah, and we are all that that tenth doctor who didn't recommend brushing their teeth or whatever. Isn't there always nine out of ten? Who's yeah, like, do nine this. out of ten if you doctors don't do that, recommend you brush twice a day. We're all we're all that one guy who is just like, well, we didn't do the thing, so now we. And all instead, have ten out of ten COVID. episodes, <laughs> we end here with a Mickey bar. So yeah, we we're obviously doing real great in the health department. Mickey bars every episode, every episode. Yeah. High 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 caloric intake, no, not much in the way of flavor. As proven by our, our as proven by our misfit mafia voting in hard on the ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, thank you. Um, so Mickey Bar for me this week, a little uh, shameless self promotion and plug. Uh, I teased I teased last week, uh, our last episode that I was on two weeks ago. Um, project that I've been working on. The reason that I had to miss uh, last week. Um, I know Isla has known. Um, Isla not only has known. Isla is a very officially. The first customer of Hollywood and Maine, a no shirt shop that, that I have started. <laughs> <laughs> um, a shirt shop that I have started with my good friend Alicia, who's been been part of the podcast before, uh, has called in, and uh, we we decided on our trip to go visit Mr. Wilcox up in Buffalo. That uh, we we really had a hankering for designing shirts together, uh, and have had a lot of fun with that process. Um, for those of you who know, um, obviously photography is a big part of my life, but I also love designing websites. Um, and so a full on shop was uh, a challenge I was looking forward to something I hadn't done before, like a, a full shop. Um, so things, uh, our, our website is launched Hollywood and main LTD.com. Uh, but yeah, um, we're still waiting. Shop opening hasn't occurred yet, but we're, we're out there on Instagram. We've started releasing designs and it's just been, it's been really fun. Uh, it's been very fun doing something very, very different in the creative, uh, creative world. So um, that's my my Mickey bar. Proud and of you. A special, <laughs> a special aside, Mickey ice cream sandwich, uh, especially to Isla. Um, Alicia and I leaned a lot on Isla for some input uh, throughout the start of this journey. And to have her be the first customer is very humbling. We'll bring Emo CJ very much to the forefront. Um, because yes, she is always my friend, but a big part of that is she's always very honest with me. So uh, to know that like she really has loved everything has meant a lot, and to have the support um, from both of my co-hosts, um, but Isla, you know everything you did for us setting this up, it's really meant a lot. So there you go, Mickey Bar this week. Big old bite of those Mickey ears. Uh, I, I'm I'm having a lot of fun doing something different. What you got, girl? So guys. I have a good Mickey bar, and it is Bridgerton. Hey. <laughs> I 100% knew that this was going to be it when you said, when you started round I two. I knew it. <laughs> have literally not talked about anything else except the show, and I think anybody that has come in contact with me since Saturday is just done with my bullshit because... Or your stories, or your Instagram show. stories. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just to have, if you have just seen me on online or in real life, I'm so sorry. Um, this show, so we all know I um, do not really like new shows. I'm not one, I like, I'll, I'll be like, oh my God, yeah, that was good. Like, yeah, but I'm going to continue watching Gossip Girl for the 17th time in a row. 
you know, so it's just who I am. But I was bullied into watching Bridgerton because people were like, Isla, this is Gossip Girl for high society. Truth. And Truth. I'm not big on Gossip Girl knockoffs. Um, I've seen it done with other things, and it's just, it's real, not cute. Whoa. Wow. I bow to Lady Whistledown. She is, oh my gosh. So, okay, if you haven't seen Bridgerton, you're living under a rock like <laughs> I was. It is basically the early 1800s. Um, it's like a fantasy world of British people, Duke and Duchesses, and it is so spicy. Um, this is absolutely not for children in any way, shape, or form. Do no. not let anybody under the age of 17 watch this TV There's show. There's a lot of between the sheets on this show. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a lot. Shonda Rhimes <laughs> really like yeah. just saved every inappropriate thing and just put it into a 15-minute montage. So um, don't even... I accidentally told my mom to watch it, and now I'm dreading her to watch it because I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Uh, even though I'm married and with a child that I had myself, so I don't know why I'm like this. At least you're not sitting next to her on the couch watching. It. Yeah, oh my god just, whoa i like i was like oh my god you should watch the show like blah 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 blah. and then i got to the second half of it and i was like why did i tell my mom yeah you made a terrible mistake but, so, yeah i did but i did not make a mistake because everybody should watch it it's phenomenal it and is I'm really going good to be, i'm already on my second time watching it i just yep. painted a jacket for it i which is phenomenal living. by the way i saw I'm that thank you so much i'm living bridger now I, bridgerton is it right now for me yeah i feel it and if you want to talk about it, somebody hit me up because I will. I would anything you want to talk about. Oh yeah, Simon, Daphne, Eloise, Penelope, let me know. It's a, it's a really good one. All people I don't know who. Give it a chance. That sounded like that sounded like the B-rate cast of like a friend spinoff to me. So that's how. Oh my far gosh! No, no, this so is so. Every every time this happens, Taryn will be watching something pop culture, like something that's like like hyped that everybody's watching in the other room. And like so right like you can't I mean no one can see where I'm pointing because this is an audio podcast, but right off to my right is the door to the living room. It's right there and I have like a big five point one sound system in there. So she's we're like I can hear very clearly like the the epic cinematic things that are going on like right outside the door. Uh, and I'm always like listening, half listening to like the middle of a show and then I'll come out and be like what I have to see what the hell this is because it sounds crazy and I'll come out and every once in a while I'll hear certain characters and then she'll like yell random plot points to me and then before I know it she's watching it the second time and I am now just watching it with her as she's re-watching the entire show so a lot of these shows I get like from the middle to the end and then I get to watch the first like five or six episodes that I never saw so I get to kind of see the climax and then like all of the resolving of like who's who and like what the twists and stuff are and then i get to go back and kind of see the setups which is totally backwards from how you're supposed to do it it's actually an interesting way to ingest media to jump into the middle <laughs> like next time you're gonna watch a movie just skip to like 50 minutes in and start there and watch the rest of the movie and then be like how did they get here like it's really it's <laughs> Or just watch the movie. Or yes. just watch the movie normal, like a normal human being. But I, I'm working like literally 36 hours a day, so I, <laughs> I can't, I can't ever find time to do stuff like that. I can't, I can't commit. But Bridgerton did get me, and I did not think it would because it's obviously not really a show specifically geared for the not males. Not targeted at you. Yeah, but. not exactly. But like a good, well-made, good written script, a good good plot flow good character building is is good like it doesn't matter who the demographic is a good well-written show is a good well-written show so she she got me she got me good i concur 
I guess I'm I'm it. Um, there are a few good things going on right now. There are a few not so great things uh, and stresses that are happening. But even through that, um, I uh, the the Discord got to see the video that my co-hosts are seeing right now of of what my room looks like and what my video looks like. Uh, I got back into Twitch streaming again and I really like it. And that's kind of my Mickey bar today is that that's what's bringing me happiness, even though it is technically a shameless plug, self plug, whatever we called that segment that I still can't remember. Um, shameless self plug corner. Uh, I do have a Twitch where I, I do photography and I sometimes game and I generally just chat to people, whoever's in it. Um, but I just picked it up again after a pretty decent hiatus and i forgot how much fun live interaction with people is like just like being able to basically hang out with you know 10 people who are in the chat hanging out uh right right away instead of like a something like a youtube video you have to wait for comments to come in and it's very slow um but a live thing back and forth where like i'm on video and everyone else is not and they can't talk back but they just they're just like text chatting is still a fun flow, uh, kind of like an Instagram live kind of thing. Um, if anyone uh, would like to hang out on Twitch, it is just Mackie Mouse Media, where I'm all my other socials, but it's twitch.tv slash Mackie Mouse Media. And I go on there, I'm trying to go on there once a week on Monday nights uh, and do like nine o'clock or whatever and do photo retouching. And then I have photographers or sometimes, you know, whoever come in and ask questions about how I do stuff or advice on gear or whatever. Um, but I also just chat about like current events and like whatever's going on or whatever people are just bringing to me. And like, like this Monday, we were talking about Harriet Tubman being on the $20 bill. Like it was breaking news and that's, and whatever this like weird GameStop hedge fund, whatever stock market thing I don't understand is going on. Like stuff like that comes up all the time, just whatever's in news. But I really uh, enjoy, like I, I've, I've, uh, I referenced the video, right? So I, I figured out a way to get my nice expensive camera to be my webcam, you know, and plug it into my computer, got a capture card and all that good. Like I upgraded my stuff. So now I feel like I'm cruising now. So like my, my Twitch is, is, going to be one of my things. And uh, I'm also going to be helping Taryn really, really up her YouTube game. So like video and streaming and like all the like social media, like really stepping the game up has uh, actually rejuvenated me a little bit. And I haven't felt that about online internet stuff in a while. So that was nice, you know, pick it up again. Yeah, man. Feel good. Um, Yeah, I, uh, I didn't really like... I wasn't sure I was going to be a Mickey bar or Molotov. I decided to not even include it because we all know... Had a massive hard drive failure sure. uh, for me, which was another reason that I missed the show last week was um, a whole bunch of video content and photos and a whole bunch of stuff of mine gone and it's gone for good. I have gotten the official, it's gone, like permanently gone. God, it sucks. Um, so bad. And um, it it kind of like hit really hard, man, because much like you, I, I had... I had not been doing video stuff for a while. I had taken some time off and I was working on a wedding video that was lost in that crash. And I found in redoing, when I say that the actual, I had all the content, I had all the B-roll, I had the full length video, but the project files and everything were gone. So mm. I had to rebuild the entire project and I found in redoing it um, that like, A, I actually think I, I had a better 
product in the end. Um, but also, even though it was a really frustrating thing to lose everything, much like you, man, it reignited, it reignited, like like reignited that passion for me to get back into video stuff. So I'm glad to hear you and T are doing some fun things for for the YouTube and um, getting back into getting back into video. Um, that project CJ's talking about is really dope. I was very lucky to watch it and I loved it so much. And I'm very proud of Mackie and Taryn for getting back into fancy video things. <laughs> and Thanks. you too, all three of us, all three of us getting back, uh, getting in. We've all done it before. All three of us have done video in different, different capacity. Um, so yeah, I, a little pat on the back for all three of us. Cause um, it is a very different, art form and it's very difficult it's very difficult um and it's true storytelling so um yeah man more power to you for getting back into it because I, I know i missed it uh, i'm sure you did and um yeah good on you good on you dude uh before we wrap up i just wanted to um throw this in there since it is current and relevant uh if anybody out there is interested in chatting wandavision I mean, new shows in general, but WandaVision, since WandaVision is new and is in its current season, um, we have a really good conversation going uh, in the Discord, which uh, the link will be in the show notes if you'd like to join our conversation, among other things that we're doing in there. But um, uh, we did this for Mandalorian and have like a private channel so that there are no spoilers, like you actually opt into the channel so that if you haven't seen that episode, you don't have to worry about it being spoiled, but you can talk up to the episode that you've seen. Uh, and it's, I, I think it's going to be really fun to, since that one is very like a lot of prediction type things with that type of show, which wasn't big with Mandalorian. Um, if you're interested in continuing a conversation after you watch the show and you want to talk with some other like-minded Disney people, that conversation will be happening on our Discord, so go check it out. Shameless Discord plug. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that officially wraps things up for us here on the Island of the Misfit Toys. Isla, what should our listeners do? Smash the like button. Round <laughs> <laughs> of applause for Isla. That's Everybody. right. Thank you. Nice job. Smash it. Maybe, maybe. If it looks like a heart or a star or like a plus sign or something, make sure you Just, subscribe. Join you us every week. You guys can't see it, but I'm, I'm handing Isla roses and I, I put a big parka over her so that she can leave to her adoring fans. That performance was stellar. Love you, Isla. If you have also loved what you heard, you can consider dropping a five-star review and we may read it here at the top of the show. If you want to be involved in a future episode like our callers earlier today, Call our voicemail. We may just play it here at the top of the show. 407-900-5448 is the number. As Mackie mentioned, we also have a Discord chat for you to be part of the Misfit Mayhem. You can join us at the beginning of the episode when things really pop off. We talk hot topics with you, our friends in the Discord. That link is in the show notes. For all social media, to leave an idea you have for a future episode of the podcast or to access some behind-the-scenes content, head to MisfitsOnMain.com. And until next time, keep the magic alive, look out for each other, and we will see you next time the Misfits come out and play. Bye! Bye!
The views expressed in this podcast are those of the Misfits and are not associated with the Disney Company, Zad Crew Media, our affiliates, or sponsors. And that was Evan just professionally and politely telling you that we're just three Misfits being assholes. <laughs>